I got the Rona. I got the Rona. I can't believe I can't go to Vegas and to an NFL game without it getting me. I feel okay, though. A little congested. Sounds like I'm talking underwater, but I, I actually feel fine. It's my ears that are plugged. Kind of my nose. I can't hear shit in these headphones. There's a bit of delay, so I'm just going to take them off. But you know what? You know your boy. I'm here for y'all with uh, with another episode. That's what, a, that's what a team player I am. I'm captain of the receded Dumpster Pigs minor league baseball team. So I show up to play. Anyways, this is episode number Who Gives a Shit of the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel. Let's get this shit over with. Vegas. It was okay. It was all right. But I find it to be the most underwhelming city I've ever been in. You know, with all the hype involved around it. Uh, but once, let me tell you, one time I sat in a in a room in Gary, Indiana for for several hours, staring at a at a blank wall in a hotel, and I found that more entertaining than a casino. I'm just not really into gambling, so I don't know. That kind of takes all the fun away, I guess. Um, I went with with my friend who shall r- remain nameless. We'll call him Bonrad. We've talked about him before. Uh, right when we got there, beforehand, he's he's talking about meeting up with some girl he knows there. We'll call her Miss Coconuts. And uh, and he said he'll text me a code if he needs a room to himself. So that's the thing. It's like we, we, we go there. We, we agree to share a room. And he's like, oh, uh, I, uh, I know this girl there who uh, she might have a sex on me. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that. But then, uh, but I don't understand that. I don't understand the code. He'll text me a code if he needs a room to himself. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of? shit is that like are you gonna say are you just gonna text napalm just in case she's looking over his shoulder you know like what's what's up with the she's gonna be like why the fuck are you texting that are you a terrorist but no he's like i'll text you it's go time if i need the room to myself like what the fuck is that that's not a code it's go time that's an announcement but that's some shit guys do that's that's about as subtle as putting a sock on the door and, and what for is that to eliminate the awkwardness just say i need the room to myself you know even if she sees that text, like that's that won't make it less awkward. I feel like girls don't do that shit. They just say, "Hey, listen, I'm trying to catch a dick. Can you take a walk?" And that's the end of it. But whatever, it wasn't a bad trip or anything. I'm just, I'm just not a gambler. I either put it on big red and lose it, or put it on big black and get it back. Cash out and leave. That's how I do it. It was, uh, it was three and a half hours to get there uh, to Vegas from L.A. And I'm not kidding when I say this or exaggerating or making a joke. It was 11 and a half hours coming back. Um, I posted something about that and everyone thought it was a metaphor. Uh, no. It was the day after New Year's and everybody else had the same idea I did. And it took 11.5 hours to drive uh, from Vegas to L.A. Which, by the way, meet Clown Central. It's full of fucking curly, curly mullets and mustaches. You know, like they're a guy that gets kicked out of their local pub at 10 a.m. Or they're a lesbian named Val. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's, it's kind of permed in the back and it's kind of grayish. It's only for dudes who were teenagers in the 80s and still go to the barber and say, Hey, hey, can you make sure it's a little bit a little bit long in the back? I need to kind of perm it real tight so it looks cool. Like a Cocker Spaniel's living back there. And they grow up their, their gray mustache, bushier in their eyebrows. Whatever. I encountered, I encountered a lot of those type of dudes working at a local bar. You know, remember how I talked about that to Charlie? Dudes would dudes would actually get kicked out at 10 a.m. on a fucking Tuesday for getting too drunk. Uh, if they and then and then they would go to the beer vendor where I was, and uh, and and then I get a call from the bartender saying, "Do not serve the curly mullet because uh, he's too fucking wasted at 10 a.m. already." 
And then the same thing would always happen every single time with these goddamn giant mustaches. They come in, they try and order their beer, and I tell them, nah, dude, you're cut off. And they'd always say, no, no, I just go here. And I'd be like, mm-mm, the bartender told me that you were over there drinking, and, you know, they had to cut you off. And every single time, they always say, yeah, I was drinking water. Ugh. Like, that's some kind of gotcha. And I'd be like, nah, dude, you're drinking a bad blue. That's the choice of beer for curly, mulleted Canadian men. And they, oh, and another thing they always say right after that is, I know Mike. That's the owner. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know him too. And he doesn't want a $2,000 charge for oversharing. And they just like, I don't know, fly out on their mullet. Anyways, that's probably why I'm unfazed by casinos. Because every bar in Manitoba has those gambling machines, the VLTs. Like, if they have two in the bar, there's going to be two people gambling on them. If they have 20, there's going to be fucking 20 people. They're always just packed. So, I don't know. That's probably why I'm unfazed. Um, I had a boss one time who shall remain, remain nameless. We'll call him um, Brozak. He, uh, <laughs> he did this thing where um, he would always go and play the VLTs and kind of uh, take his wedding ring off and gamble away our paychecks. Um you ever see that trailer park boys where Ray gambles it all away and he goes, Oh, that's the way she goes. I saw him do that with my Christmas bonus, <laughs> but you know, I would, I would always take along with him because you know, he'd shell out free booze and food while he's taking his wedding ring off and playing the cards. So one time, one time I had this girl that I had a huge crush on. So of course, you know, I'm looking forward to the Christmas party because, uh, you know, see what happens. And then a couple of days before it, uh, he puts it in the machines and it's gone. No Christmas party, no awkward romance attempts for a young weasel. I mean, that turned out for the best because, as it turns out, she's gay. Man, that's some George Costanza shit. Ah, that's another thing that kind of sucks about Vegas is trying to get food delivery. Okay, we tried. Or granted, it was New Year's Eve, um, and we tried ordering something on Uber Eats, and of course, it took it took like two hours before I canceled. Uh, in LA, that wouldn't happen. Because everybody buys these ridiculous cars in L.A. I understand. I got a $60,000 brand new Mercedes. But that's uh, beside the point. I pay for it outright. People are trying to make cars, their car payments by delivering for Uber Eats. And so they, uh, uh, they, they, there's a ton of drivers, what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. In Vegas, not so much, I guess. Because we ordered it. Two hours later, we give up and we decide to cancel. I figure the only way you can get food delivery in Vegas is if you order a prostitute and tell her to stop at Taco Bell on the way home. That's the only way you're going to get food there. Um, or maybe if you go to the concierge and say, hey, do you have any more of them uh, um, tiny little mints that you put on the pillow? I'd like uh, 47 of them, please. But it was pretty, pretty cool. I was there for the football game mostly, you know? Like, that's what it's about for me. That, that's probably my seventh NFL game this year, I think, or sixth or seventh. Um Got to see Allegiant Stadium. They call it the Death Star from the outside because that's what it looks like. Ah, oh, it was awesome, dude. Like, you see it coming in. And I'm not really a big architecture guy. That That's not what gets my dick hard. Uh, but I, I, I had, a, like, a, a, a semi-half chub on, as Jay Williams would say. I had, like, a half chub on when I saw it a little bit coming in on the shuttle. And it's just this big, giant black glass building, and it's amazing. But we get there. And it's me and and Bonright and somebody got food poisoning, so you know, 
that's always fun. Somebody comes along and they're sick and it's like, oh, don't you want to just stay here? They're like, no, I must come along. You're like, oh, okay. And then, so yeah, we get there and I'm trying to like, you know, get my tailgate on. I like to do that at games. I like to just crack open some whiskey and get drunk first. That way I don't have to wait in line for booze when I'm in here. And, uh, it's always cool hanging, hanging out with, uh, with football fans. And I know, I know that like this kind of counterdict contradicts the whole, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm an artist or anything, but like musician aspect of it, like jocks, meatheads are all football fans. Nah, dude, football has some great fans and they're all pretty chill except for Dallas Cowboys fans and Eagles fans. But they, uh, um, they're really cool at Raiders stadium. Cause I figured I always thought that a Raiders Jersey just fucking came with an ankle bracelet, you know, or a neck tattoo. Like that was that, but no, they were, they were a chill group. It was mostly Niner fans. Of course, that's who your boy goes for. And, and, uh, uh, the person we were with that was sick was like, can we just hurry up? I want to get inside and sit down. I was like, ah, oh, but we got to chill. We got to chill out here. And they're like, ah, oh, I'm not going to. So whatever. We, we abandoned the tailgate, you know, three and a half hour trip, 11 and a half hours home. All good. Abandon the tailgate, go inside. And, uh, we're watching the game and, and fucking Barnrad being who he is, like, love the guy. I, I admit I got a little pissy at this, you know, cause this is my thing. And I, I got the tickets for everybody. And, and then he's like, he's like, Oh, oh, uh, I'm just going to put on the Chargers game. And he's nudging everybody watching that. I'm like, watch the fucking game that's right in front of you. <laughs> like, it's like an $800 seat to sit there and watch your shit on your, whatever, whatever. Water is cool as shit. Uh, anyways, I guess that's my review of it. That's not very entertaining or funny, but that's, that's what happened. New year, new you, new me. I finally went keto and Factor is here to help us all get to our goals achieved by saving time and energy with ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. Forget the trips to the grocery store, all the prep work involved, and the cleanup. Factor has fresh, never-frozen meals ready in just a couple minutes. Just heat and eat. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36-plus quick bites, smoothies, juices, and even more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Eating vegan or veggie in a snap with Factor. Because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, you know that your Factor meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door ready in just two minutes. There really is no other easier way to eat well. Achieve and maintain your goals with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Head to factor75.com slash valleyboy60 and use code valleyboy60 to get 60% off your first box. That's valleyboys60 at factor75.com slash valleyboy60 to get 60% off your first box. I gotta tell you guys, I'm sick as fuck, and and I'm here despite the disease to entertain you like a dancing monkey. So bear with me here. Uh, Bonrad did go to San Francisco with me. All right, 
And that was cool because it was just the two of us. The problem was we got super fucking drunk the first night. I don't think I talked about that uh, whenever we went there a month ago. Where, uh, same thing, we, we actually went to a Niner game there too in San Fran. But uh, we get to our hotel, which is Hotel Zoe, if you recall my, my review of it, which is that they have $30 fees for fucking everything. Like if you fart on the elevator, there's somebody on the other end with a stethoscope going, uh, $30, I'm adding that to your bill. Uh. You're like, pardon me. And then that was the stupidest fee I've ever had. And all the hotels I've ever stayed in, Airbnbs, fucking, you name it, planes, trains, automobiles, the dumbest fee I've ever had traveling was the Hotel Zoe uh, breakfast fee. So how it works is they have a mandatory breakfast fee, and it's $30, same as the fart fee, and you get a $10 breakfast coupon. What the fuck is that? I mean, great business model. It's like, it's like okay, so you get a $10, uh, um, you get a $10 coupon to use at a restaurant, where the cheapest thing is 30 bucks and it costs you $30 for that $10 coupon. And it's like, yeah, so you're basically taking you know, $50 from me and giving me $10 back. And they're like, yeah, that's exactly welcome to Hotel Zoe. Anyways, and the fart fees. They have somebody sitting outside of your room making sure you don't fart too much. But whatever, the fart fees there. We get a little bit too drunk on the first night. And bless Bonrad's heart. I love the guy. But he's a zebra, you know? He's got to get all wasted. We drink a whole bunch of whiskey and we eat. Go to this rooftop bar, which you've ever been in San Francisco. You know that, that that's a, that's the place to do that. San Francisco is very compact. You know, it's a big city, but it's but it's also squished in. It's not like L.A. where it's spread apart for miles and miles. It's 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 all right there in the in the bay, and and so we get up there. Everything's everything's cool. Everything's cool. We go to order a drink, and they're just like, no. It's like, hold on, can I just get a whiskey? No. And it's like, what do you mean? And they're like your friend. And they point at him and I look over and he's just, it's its like he had a stroke where half of his face lost all fucking muscle. And and I was like, oh, geez. Okay. All right. Well, and I'm like, and he's like, what? Why, why would they serve us? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I think they think you're too drunk. And he's like, oh, yeah. He wasn't misbehaving or nothing until we got into the alley. So that's what we had to do. We had to go out into the alley and drink like little dumpster pigs. It was like I was back in Winnipeg again, you know, with the curly hair mullet guys. I'm drinking in a fucking alley all the way in San Francisco. And um, he's yelling about Jimmy G, who's a Niners quarterback. He's a Chargers fan, by the way. So Jimmy G is the Niners quarterback, and he keeps yelling, Jimmy G stands for Jimmy Gay. Not the most clever thing, but whatever. And this guy comes up, and it's on camera. If you follow me on Instagram, at Dave Weasel. The little purple guy verified all that shit. There's a uh, you you would have seen it. I, I'll, I'll repost it if enough people ask for it. But there's a video that we take of me explaining that we got kicked out of the bar. Now we're in the alley, and he goes, "Jimmy G is Jimmy Gay," and you see this guy creep up behind us like a guy. He's clearly like at work. You know, he's got a toque on, a big jacket, kind of looks like security maybe. But this is a public alley, and he comes up and he's like, "Hey, you guys can't be here," and. uh we're just like, oh, okay, we'll leave. And then he's like, no, 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 you can't park your other. I was like, oh, we didn't drive. And he's like, well, you can't be here. And then Conrad just looks at him, you know, keep in mind his face is half paralyzed. He's just like, Jimmy G stands for Jimmy Gay, right? <laughs> oh, man. I love that shit. I got to say, I love that shit. Anyways, we got too hungover and didn't really enjoy the game properly. <laughs> That's what me and Bonrad do, man. It's funny how um, he had that girl, Miss Coconuts, that he was talking about. <laughs> I don't know why we started calling her that. It's it's because uh, that was the first thing he told me about her. He's just like, oh, I, I know a girl in Vegas. I'm going to hit her up. She's got big melons. <laughs> big melons? Dude, where, are you from the 80s? Do you have a curly mullet? And he's just like, 
He's like, no, 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 like, uh, and he shows me a picture, and I like, I don't understand why guys do that. Why guys always have to say, oh, the my my least favorite thing in the world is the nudge. Do you know what I'm talking about? The nudge, where they're like, where they're like, uh, oh, oh, the, hit you in the fucking elbow with their elbow when whenever just a girl walks by, and I always do the same thing. I go, oh, that's a butt. Yeah, here's the thing about that butt. Sometime within her lifetime, most likely very recently, she took a giant diarrhea shit with that thing. She took a shit so big that she went, ouch. She did She did a giant fart with it where she had to check to make sure something didn't come out. That's what happened with that butt. Every time you obsess over a butt or even a person or anybody, like that's what we always talk about. Embrace your filth. You know, there was that guy who did the painting of all the, all the world leaders who are, um, they're all sitting on the toilet <laughs> and, and they're, you know, very good, realistic paintings. I, I don't know who the artist is, forgive me, but, uh, uh, that's that kind of puts things into perspective, and it's the same thing with farting and dumping. Where if you see if you if you see somebody that seems like they're above you or whatever, just imagine, like don't imagine them naked. Imagine them farting uncontrollably and humiliating themselves because that's happened. They've all farted in public in a place that they shouldn't have and been like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to blame this on somebody else. They've all taken a dump so hard that they went ow. They like it was just. <laughs> And they can't stop. I'm sorry for the audio visual there. But whatever. She's so hot. And it's like, yeah, she takes big giant dumps. And that's the thing. It's like, whenever I do say that, um, the reaction I'm hoping for is, oh, why did you have to say No, it's never that. It's like, oh, well, I don't care. Says, Christ, I got an Uber Eats notification. You know what the problem with that? I, I, I took a glance at it before I started recording, you know, to see if I can get some uh, keto soup delivered or some shit. And and then I close the app, whatever. Uber Eats is a sneaky fuck because if you close the app, they will send you uh, a notification, which is just like basically an oink. We talked about that before. It doesn't do anything except open the app back up again. It's like, where do you think you're going, fatty? Get back here. Get back here and get your fat fuck salad. Whatever. Fucking Uber Eats. Do you think Andrew Tate got Uber Eats with that pizza? <laughs> See, that's the, that's the real fucking pizza gay right there. That actually involves human trafficking. Do you know what I'm, you, obviously you know what I'm talking about. So Andrew Tate, he's that uh, lunatic who is a boxer or kickboxer or whatever. And um, he posted, uh, he posted something on Twitter where he's like, here's all my really expensive cars and they make great emissions. What do you think of that, uh, Greta? And he asked for her email address and she's like, oh yeah, um, here it is. And she put like small dick energy at whatever.com. And so, Granted, it's not like the most clever comeback, but it's pretty good, and especially for a teenager. and And he uh, gets angry and he posts uh, this really long winded. The guy looks like uh, Cal You. You remember that the little French Canadian kid? He looks like him all grown up, and he's he's smoking a cigar and he's just going on about his stupid cars and then and how he's not mad at Greta and how okay he has pizza come, the pizza comes and and. The next day, they're like, oh, dude got arrested for human trafficking, and they found out where he was because of the fucking pizza he had delivered. Oh, that's golden. That is golden shit. That is the funniest thing that's ever happened. And then Greta, Greta responds on Twitter the next day. She just goes, that's what happens if you don't recycle your pizza boxes. Oh. See, even if you're... I don't understand why people are against the environment. Not that I'm, like, um, you know, this lunatic... Uh, environmentalist or anything. I just don't get how people could be, you know what? No, fuck the environment. Mm. It's like, you ever see the Smoggies? That might have just been on in Canada, but that, that's that's who the villains were. They were just like, 
purposely dumping shit in the ocean, being like, fuck this. Like, I, I hate nature. And, like, that's what you people are almost. Like, if you're against Greta, that's pretty much you. Whatever. Andrew Tate's in prison. That's funny. Now his emissions will all be gaping. That's not necessarily an R joke because uh, uh, sex in prison frequently is consensual. It's it's kind of a, it's a barter system. You know, what Andrew Tate was smoking cigars, maybe he's going to want a cigar. You know, I'm not saying it's good. he's going to be forced into that. Whatever. We should just end it there, I think. I am so sorry for how sick I am. Um, and just kind of ranting about casinos and Bonrad. But uh, thank you for hanging out with me if you've, if you've made it this far. Uh, I'll do better next week when I have a little little bit of time to think about something instead of just rambling on. Uh, we are the Valley Boys, or I am the Valley Boy. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are at Valley Boys Pod. Instagram, we're at Valley Boys Podcast. I am at Dave Weasel across everything. And from Reseda, California, good night. Uh, uh.